Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, I would like to present to you the World Champion of the World Podcast. It's your man, Qualified, a.k.a. the Black Ric Flair, a.k.a. the Black American Dream, a.k.a. the most over-mid-card talent on the west side of Oahu. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Uh, okay, so there's a, there's a lot of stuff to get through, uh, for today's episode, so what I'm gonna do with the W-O-T-C, uh, W-O-T-C-W, uh, tag, World Tag Team Champion Division, what I'm gonna do, uh, I'm gonna give that its own special a uh, little mini episode this week. So what? That's extra episodes. Yeah, I went on vacation, so I'm giving you extra shit. Uh, extra episode dropping this week. Um, this, of course, is the first episode. So this is going to be uh, the a lot of the quick hits are going to have to do with impact, of course. So we're going to kind of get to all of that once we get the impact and uh, just drop some quick hits in here and there. So uh, format's going to be a little bit different this episode, but still kind of the same, if that makes any sense. Probably doesn't, but who cares? You're still rocking with me. Let's go. Uh, okay, so we're going to start off with Raw. The show opens up. Uh, Braun Strowman's music hits. Uh, the Dogs of War uh, hit the ring. So that's Strowman, Dolph, and Drew. Uh Dolph calls them the best three-man group in WWE history. Uh, Drew says that they don't need a catchy name or a tactical vest uh, to do what they do. Strowman says that... Oh, watch out now. Did you hear that? Whoa. Uh, Strowman says that they proved it last week against the Shield, and they'll prove it anytime against anyone uh video recap of them pinning dean also footage is shown of kayla braxton catching up to dean after the show he says that he's not sure where he fits in anymore uh then after that drew uh has the mic and he says hates to say i told you so but he says it anyway <laughs> and then he says that uh They've been telling us for weeks that Ambrose's eyes have finally... Uh, they've been telling us for weeks, and Ambrose's eyes have finally been open. Uh, Strowman says, at Crown Jewel, he's going to win the title. Uh, so they're still advertising Crown Jewel. I'm guessing that it's still happening in Saudi Arabia, and they're just not going to mention uh, the city anymore in Saudi Arabia, they're just gonna talk about Crown Jewel and just pretend it's somewhere else, I guess, um, let's see here, um, Strowman says at Crown Jewel, he's gonna win the title, uh, and then Drew says that he's gonna win the World Cup and show that he's the best in the world, and, uh, Dolph says that he's in the tournament too, Drew says that Dolph is, uh, He's good, but he's no Drew McIntyre, right? Uh, Braun says that 
Crown Jewel, Lesnar, and Roman will get these hands. And then... But it's... But it's the... Sierra, Hotel, India, Echo, Delta, or wait, Lima, Delta. Damn, I can't spell for shit. Anyway, uh, <laughs> um, the the Shield music hits. Uh, they come down to the ring. Uh, well, Seth and Roman come on out, and uh, Seth says that he's the best in the world, and. Uh, And then Seth and Roman say that Dean runs on his own time, uh, you know, so that's why that's why he's not there. Um, Seth challenge. Uh, Seth challenges uh, Drew to go ahead and start their uh, qualifier now, um, and Drew agrees. So. Um, so then uh, Dolph. Dolph Ziggler slides into the ring early uh, for the distraction. Um, and Drew McIntyre goes ahead and takes control. Uh, later on in the match, uh, Rollins goes for the superplex uh, Falconero spot. And then uh, Rollins hits the superplex, but Drew hits the Falconero. So that was pretty cool. Uh, the finish comes when Dolph gets involved again. And then Dean's music hits. He comes down. He attacks Dolph. Uh, Drew attacks Dean. Seth hits the curb stomp. And then he makes it back into the ring. This is all going on outside the ring. Then he makes it back inside the ring and uh, ends up winning via countout. So Seth and Dean celebrate together. Backstage, the Bellas are shown uh, being extra cautious heading to their locker room. Uh, Ronda Rousey got him shook. Uh, back from break, the Shield is backstage. Seth says that he knew Dean would show up. Uh, he's on lunatic time. And, uh, then Dean says, what'd you call me? Uh, Seth says nothing. Dean asks if, uh, that's all he is to him. Just a joke? Is he just good for laughs? Right? Uh, he says that they only came... Uh, they only uh, he says that they only uh, care about him when they need bailing out and Seth says you know it's not like that and Dean says he has his own match to get ready for and then he walks off um, let's see here recap of DX reforming and then uh, all of a sudden we see footage of like a creepy hallway and pipes and a boiler room and then Kane and Taker are there in the boiler room uh, so Taker and Kane let us know that they've lost respect for DX uh, their reformation is based on lies um, Taker says it wasn't respect that kept Hunter away but fear uh, Kane or not Hunter uh, Sean uh, Kane says that Sean uh, was so afraid uh, that Taker would put him so deep in the ground, he wouldn't be able to come back. They say at Crown Jewel in Mystery City, all of his fears will come true. 
the Brothers of Destruction have three words for DX. Rest in peace. Um, I dig the promos, but I still really don't want to see this match. And it just keeps popping up in the back of my head that, like, there's people in Knox County and, like, their, what is he, their mayor, their governor is just, like, you know, about to go to Saudi Arabia to beat up some wrestlers. Like, I'd be like, yo, dude, like, I don't know, pass some laws for small businesses or something. (laughs) Like, what are you doing? Um... Okay, uh, next out is uh, Ember Moon and then uh, Nia Jax. So this week, they're, tag- they're tagging together. Um, Tamina makes her return and debut to Raw, return to the WWE, but she was a SmackDown superstar last time she was around. Uh, so, you know, here she is popping up on Raw, uh, teaming with Dana Brooke. Um... So uh, Tamina's been gone forever, and her return is uh, is she's already in the ring, right? So so Nia Jackson and uh, and and Ember came out and already in the ring are Dana Brooke and uh, Tamina. Um, Tamina and Nia Jax trade headbutts for a little bit, uh, and then Tamina's able to get Nia up for a Samoan drop. Uh, the finish comes when Ember Moon tags herself in and hits the Eclipse on Dana Brooke. Uh, Nia and Ember uh, celebrate their uh, celebrate their win. Um, after the match, uh, Tamina comes back for more, um, and then Ember tries to break it up. Uh, Tamina throws Ember Moon aside, and. Uh, hits Nia with a super kick and then Ember teams up with Tamina and they toss Nia Jax over the top rope and then Ember Moon tries to toss uh, Tamina and they struggle and then Dana Brooke dumps them both uh, so that was kind of weird um, like a little like a pseudo heel turn for Ember um, is that hinting towards Ember turning heel probably not it looks like they're just uh, looks like they were just advertising the uh, newly announced Battle Royal that's going on at um, Evolution. So most of these Raw women who don't have storylines leading into Evolution, looks like they're all going to be thrown into that Battle Royal, uh, which is for a future women's title shot. Um so it looks like they're all going to be thrown into that battle royal um, to, you know, make good on that promise of over 50 women being booked. Um, let's see here. So next up, uh, let's see here. There's a video recap of the Bellas. Uh, turning on Rhonda, uh, we're told that there was TMZ coverage of this, uh, and then back from the break, uh, 
Ronda Rousey comes out, Big Pop. Uh, she wants an explanation from the Bellas and calls them out. So they do come out. Um, Nikki says no one wants to see Ronda, and they paid to see the Bellas. Uh, they don't owe Ronda an explanation. But then they go ahead and give her an explanation anyway. Uh, they said Ronda disrespected their contribution to the business. Uh, the Bellas came back to compete because of Ronda. Uh, Nikki says Ronda is a loser who doesn't deserve the WWE. Ouch. Um, she says that she never deserved a title match and she never deserved to be champion. Nikki says that they made Diva mean something. Okay. Um... They made it mean strong and powerful. Uh, Their reality show put more women and girls in the crowd. Now, that is true. That is big facts. Uh, They made people want to see women's wrestling even more. Hey, low-key, they are a factor. Um, You know, where is the lie? This is all facts. Uh, Nikki says that Rhonda walked into a revolution that her and her sister started, and she's done more in the ring than Rhonda ever will. Uh, she's the longest reigning Divas champ, and that means something. You know, a lot of things meaning something. Uh, so that means something. Uh, the title Rhonda carries would not exist without them. Hey, also facts. Uh, Rhonda says that she tried to be respectful and she tried not to be uh, judgmental despite hating everything that the Divas era stood for. Ouch. Uh, She says that the Bellas are an embodiment of a stereotype. Um, You know, Rhonda out here, you know, just breaking out the thesis statement in an essay right now. Uh, she says that they are DNBs. If you remember Ronda Rousey's uh, MMA days and uh, her talking about DNBs, then you know what that is, and it's not Dave and Buster's. Um, then she she amends it to them being the do nothing Bellas. Uh, Ronda says that the only thing that they've done that's impressed her is how far they've gotten with the absolute minimum of talent. Ouch. Uh, She says that they both leached off the names of their men, then says they plagiarize and dilute their movesets. Ouch, Brie. Okay. Um, You know, it sounds like one of the Twitter smarks uh, snuck into creator's office and wrote this promo. Uh, She calls them both relics of the past Rhonda says that she can rip their arms off and beat them with them this is also true Uh, Bree says that anyone anyone that thinks that they are talentless is jealous the name Bella did more last week than Rhonda has done her whole career in WWE or just period because I don't know man I think Rhonda has you guys beat already and both um they say Rhonda does not compare to them they've knocked down doors 
Ronda says is she's not down doors her whole career in judo, strike force, UFC, and now WWE. Hey, this is facts. Ronda says the only door Nikki docked down was the door to Cena's bedroom. Crowd goes nuts. And then, right, Ronda hit him with the and then he eventually threw you right out that same door. Then the crowd's like, oh, double burn. Um, Ronda's savage. Uh, Ronda, that that was Ronda hit her with hit her with that same shit that Holly Holm hit Ronda with. Anyway, um, let's see. Ronda asks if they're gonna come get some of this ass whooping, or if they're gonna, or if she's gonna go have to go hand it to them. I was like, okay, okay, Ronda, I see you, I see you, Ronda. Uh, the Bellas start to come down, but they stop short and then bring out their own security uh, to get between them and Ronda. Of course, Rousey fucks up the security, and then the Bellas disappear. Very entertainment, very entertaining segment, uh, but I wonder if parts of it kind of go against the whole uh, thing that WWE is promoting with the event, you know, uh, empowering women and stuff like that, because... I did see some stuff online. Some people were like, yo, it kind of turned into Rousey slut shaming and, and whatnot. And I mean, I understand what they need to do to add some heat to the feud. Um, and uh, I give Rousey and Nikki Bella credit. And they've been going at it on Twitter, uh, talking a lot of trash um, and, and just social media in general. Uh, they've been going at it, so... Um, yeah, uh, I get what they're trying to do. Uh, I think some of it might be, uh, a little bit, uh, triggering, uh, to some members of the fan base, but, um, for the most part, uh, I mean, it's a good pro wrestling feud. Uh, you know, if it was two dudes, they wouldn't be out here playing nice, so... Um, so yeah, and in that regard, I like it, but I feel like there's going to be a segment of the fan base that, uh, has a problem with how things are being portrayed. And I understand where they're coming from, especially with the, uh, and, you know, slut shaming type accusations and, and other things. Uh, anyway. It's, it's such a different time in, in pro wrestling where we think about that kind of stuff, you know? Like, the attitude there, they ain't give a fuck. Uh, not saying that one way, you know, that that's, you know, whatever. However you enjoy your wrestling, do your thing. That's how I feel. Everybody just do your thing. Just don't bother anybody else. <laughs> um, okay. Uh Another thing, yeah, Ronda and Nikki, I wouldn't necessarily say that either of them are known for their promos, but um they did they did well. And apparently, um there's news going on that uh that Ronda wrote most of that promo herself, um based off of her her feelings of against the real D and B's, do nothing bitches out there in the world, uh, so she was able to kind of channel that, and, 
and then, you know, flip some shit on, on Nikki. Um, and then also, uh, news going around that Ronda Rousey has Paul Heyman himself, uh, handling her, uh, her backstage segments, or just her segments personally, like, that's the person who, who, uh, who writes the, the Ronda stuff, uh, so that's cool, uh, and it makes sense, uh, of why she's still being booked so well and, and presented the way that she is, um, it makes a lot of sense, she's a, she's a Heyman girl, okay, um, there, oh, and there were some parts of that promo that she had that just were worded weird. Like, it didn't sound like how anybody would talk ever. But, um, but yeah, at the end of the day, good segment, entertaining segment. Uh, adds heat to the match. I, I kind of want to see it now. Actually, after that, I want to see it. Um, let's see here. Video recap of Kurt Angle qualifying for the World Cup after all the Nikki and Ronda stuff. Um, Backstage, Kurt is with Bobby Roode and Chad Gable. Uh, Bobby Roode loves Kurt Angle's outfit. Uh, Looks like Kurt Angle's wearing like a Carl Kanai shirt and a fedora. Uh, No Way Jose comes up after that. Um, And uh, Kurt dances with him a little bit pause uh corbin then walks up and tells angle that the world cup is stacked uh angle says it's been 12 years since his last singles match in wwe uh corbin says he got kurt a match uh tonight to warm up and it's a handicap match against aop uh dean ambrose out first uh that back in the arena after a break Dolph is out and then the match is underway uh during the match Dean runs down to or sorry Drew runs down to interfere uh Seth runs down to keep him out of the match Dean dives uh down with the axe handle smash uh Seth helps Dean up and tries to get him in the ring uh and then Dean shoves Seth down uh or not Dean, uh, oh yeah, no, Dean does shove Seth down, uh, and then ends up walking right into a super kick, um, and that's the finish, uh, Dolph gets the final raw spot for the World Cup, Cole and Graves point out the fact that, uh, maybe Dean didn't realize that it was Seth, uh, that he pushed, because this was all going on outside the ring, uh, and so Dean, like, is trying to, or Seth is trying to help Dean up and get him back into the ring, and, and Dean just pushes him off. Uh, but he never looked at him, so it's, you know, it's totally plausible that it wasn't on purpose. Um, so, uh, after, uh, so... Dolph Ziggler wins after the super kick. Um, Cole and Graves, of course, uh, you know, kind of break it down that Dean might not have known it was Seth. 
um, Seth enters the ring after Ziggler's gone and Seth's asking Dean what his problem is uh, then Dean pushes past Seth uh, to head up the ramp Seth isn't going to let that shit slide uh, he chases him down they get into a little bit of a shoving match and then uh, Big Brother Roman comes out and breaks them up uh, Baron Corbin comes out next and asks if they're still having problems uh, Corbin says the last thing he wants is the shield to dissolve on his watch. So they have a rematch against the Dogs of War, and it's tonight. Oh, wow. Uh, so Seth and Dean are pulling double duty, as are Drew and Dolph. Um, next up, Finn Balor is out, and he's accompanied by Bailey. Uh, back from break, Dolph, Drew, and Braun are in the locker room. Uh, Dolph says that they have the shield right where they want them. Um, they and that they can, you know, they can do whatever they want to do. Uh, Drew says Ambrose is vulnerable, and this is where they isolate him. Uh, he tells Braun to crush him uh to crush Seth and Dean and make Roman watch. Braun says, "Do you think I'm dumb? I know how to beat the shield and hurt them." Braun says, "Uh if either of them screw up tonight, they're going to get these hands." Uh Gender Mahal is out next as Finn's opponent. Uh the other Singh brother has returned from injury. Uh, not much to the match. Uh, Coup de Gras from Finn wins it. Uh, Lashley's music hits after the match. Uh, Lashley and Leo Rush uh, come to the ring. Rush says he knows that Finn wishes he looked like Lashley. Uh, Rush says he w- he looks and smells like money. Um, I don't know why he knows what uh, Lashley smells like. No one can do what Lashley can. Uh, Lashley's match ends up being next. Um, Back from break, Lashley is against Tyler Breeze. Uh, Rush has Bobby Lashley pose before uh, everything starts starts off, before he starts to wrestle. Uh, And this is basically just an extended squash. Lashley beats Breeze. Lita and Trish are next up. Uh, Lita says hello to Philly and starts to talk about evolution when Mickey and Alexa come out. They say that Trish and Lita have been out of the business a while. Now, uh, says that they've, uh, while they've been kicking back, they have been kicking butt. Uh, they say Trish and Lita need practice. Uh, so then Trish and Lita go ahead and since they're in Philadelphia, they play off the whole Allen Iverson practice speech. Practice? Practice? Not the pay-per-view. Not the pay-per-view. They talking about practice. Um, 
it was actually kind of funny. Uh, I'll allow it, you know, since they're in Philly. Um, Trish and Lita say uh, they should practice now. Uh, and and then uh, and then they you know she said they should practice now and they invite Alexa and Mickey to fight but Alexa and uh, Mickey don't come down uh, they, of course they don't come down to the ring uh, so backstage Bailey runs into the riot squad and uh Liv says she needs to be saved uh before she gets hugged. Um Sarah Logan says she can't do it uh because she cuz Bailey's smile makes her want to vomit. Uh Ruby calms them all down and says the only power uh, Bailey possesses is the speed with which she runs away, which, all right, um, AOP, uh, they come down to the ring, the Conquistador, uh, is, is there in the ring already, uh, AOP squash him quickly, uh, they amass, unmask him, and he's some random, uh, angle shows up, and, gives Corbin an Olympic slam on the stage. Uh, backstage, the Riot Squad uh, smear ketchup and mustard all over the door to Natalia's dressing room. Uh, not too sure why... Um, like, not too sure why they're doing that. uh <laughs> Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't be mad at it. It's just a random door in the arena. Like I just be like, yo, what the fuck, and clean it up. Uh, back from break, Riot Squad is in the ring. Uh, Natalia makes her entrance. Uh, Natalia tells Ruby that she has some backup, uh, and then Bailey comes out, and then Mabu, uh, Sasha Banks makes her return back. Uh, this mean Sasha uh, does this mean uh, Sasha's in the battle royal for evolution uh, that's what I'm thinking uh, finish comes when Natalia locks in the sharpshooter uh, but Logan chops Natalia's leg out and uh Natalia wins by uh, Natalia wins by DQ. Uh, Bailey and Sasha run in to aid Natalia and get tossed by Logan and uh, Liv. Then they set up uh, Natalia for a triple team move, but then Bailey uh, and Sasha pull Ruby out of the ring when she bounces off the ropes. Uh, then they enter again and attack Liv and Logan. Sasha and Bailey do some of their tandem offense, and then uh, Natalia hits a spear on Ruby. Uh, the faces stand tall. Um, 
a stagehand is backstage with guitar picks for Elias, uh, who wants his green one. Uh, the stagehand doesn't have green ones. Elias flips the tray onto his face. Um, back from break, Elias is in the ring. Elias says, uh, that he'd be down to do his thing. Uh, back from break, Elias is in the ring. Uh, Elias, uh, be doing his thing with the guitar, man. Uh, real life. Uh, Elias says that you can see the future in his eyes. Uh, and that WWE stands for Walk with Elias. Elias says that he had lunch with Carson Wentz. He asked Wentz about his injuries, and uh, Wentz says that the true pain was psychological. Pretending to care about a shitty city like Philadelphia, and then the fans just went nuts. Uh, Elias says that their mascot uh, isn't even a mascot, and then all of a sudden Elias gets interrupted by Apollo Crews of all people. Uh, Elias says that Apollo better pray that he's on he's on his good side because once you come out there, uh, your career is in his hands. You know, uh, Cruz says that he doesn't play guitar, he doesn't sing, uh, he's not funny, but none of that matters uh, when he gets in the ring so Cruz uh, Cruz is a beast honestly Um, Elias says that he's heard Cruz is talented he's just never seen it like Bigfoot or the Flyers winning the cup ouch Uh, Cruz says that uh, Cruz says that uh He's kept his mouth shut too long. Too many people have passed him by, including Elias. Elias understands why he's upset if, uh, you know, he's comparing himself to him. Um, Elias is a star. Cruz is a nobody. Elias goes to attack Cruz, and Cruz ducks, uh, hits a kick and then I mean I guess a, a gorilla a gorilla press uh, slam not much chocolate uh, on the reaction but I'm but an actual feud can help both parties and that there's uh, potential for entertaining matches it's tightest worldwide over Uh, you know, is is Titus worldwide over? Like not not over with the crowd, but like is it over with? Um it's kinda looking that way. Uh but next up is the main event. Uh back from break. We got the dogs of war. Um and they uh they're out to Strowman's music and then the shield enter in through the crowd. Uh Dean is beefing with his bros, but he's still wearing 
he's still wearing the tactical vest. What a guy. Uh, early in the match, Rollins and Ambrose. Uh, uh, early in the early in the match, Rollins and Ambrose get into it and start shoving each other. Uh, Strowman runs over and takes everybody out. Later in the match, uh, Roman hits a big Samoan drop on Strowman. They pulled it off nicely the way they built to it. Uh, Zigzag Claymore lands on Reigns. Uh, Dean and Seth both make the save. Seth gets the hot tag, then tags in Dean. Um, Stereo suicide dives on Dolph uh, and Drew. And then to Strowman, uh, but he catches both of them. Uh, Reigns then takes out Strowman. Um, Dean had a... Let's see here. Dean had Drew covered. Uh, then Dolph sit, uh, shoves Seth into... Uh, shoves Seth into Dean... Uh, Seth apologized. Dean says Rollins uh, never messes up, never messed up like this, not once in six years. Uh, Dean says that he's got it, almost hits dirty deeds on Seth. Uh, Seth gets out. Dolph comes for a zigzag. Uh, and, and, and Dean... Uh, Dean ducks out of the way. Um, Roman uh, Roman hits a Superman punch on Dolph. Andrew uh, Strowman goes to take out Reigns and ends up posting himself. Uh, Reigns sends Drew into Strowman. Um, Chokeslam uh, from Braun. Um, and, uh, yeah, Spear, um, Spear goes to Drew, uh, Duff goes for a zigzag, um, Range shrugs him off, and then Dean and Seth slide in, and the shield powerbomb, uh, to Dolph with the cover, S.H.I.E.L.D. win, and then they all hug. Uh, So I guess, you know, everything's cool with the S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, Strowman comes into the ring and stares down Dolph and Drew. Uh, Strowman grabs Dolph by the hair, power slam to Dolph. Uh, But Drew drops Braun with the Claymore. Now I'm interested. Uh, Strowman struggled to his feet and Drew stares Strowman down from the stage uh, I'm a Drew fan I'm very interested uh, by all of this let's go show ends Drew is one of the rare cases where the main event might know how to use him better than um, than NXT 
I feel uh, I feel the same is the case for EC3. Uh, main roster is just going to be able to to help these guys move a lot faster. All right. Uh, next up, going to get into the new show uh, on the WWE Network, NXT UK. All right. So finally, the long-awaited debut of NXT UK. Uh, WWE presented from other countries, not Saudi Arabia, is always fun and exciting to me. Uh, show opening showing uh, WWE's history in the UK and leading up to the UK tournament uh, that they had recently, or uh, the last two years. Um then then uh it starts showing the current stars of NXT UK then you have the uh the regular NXT music well the the NXT music that that you hear when they're um coming into the arena but uh added in with that instead of the um I guess American version you have like this grime rapper just going in uh so so I'm with it I'm rolling uh Vic Joseph and Nigel McGinnis are in front of a green screen and they hype the show Pete Dunn uh Versus Noam Dar is going to be for the UK title, and it's the first main event of NXT UK. Um, the first match, uh, Mark Andrews is out. Um, he's going to be against Joe Coffey. Um, Joe Coffey has his brother Mark Coffey with him. Um, match starts with some chain wrestling before... Uh, Andrew shows some of his aerial skill. Uh, UK's crowds are always hot. They're always they're always ready to go. I love it. Uh, later, Andrews is sent outside. Mark Coffey uh, is ready to rock him, but the but the ref sees it. Um, it's just a distraction. Um, it's just a distraction because Joe Coffey comes from behind and attacks Andrews. Uh, Andrews fights back in the ring. This includes a standing corkscrew moonsault. Nice. Uh, later, Mark pulls Joe uh, out of the ring before Andrews can hit him with a top rope move. But Andrews adjusts and hits a moonsault to the outside. Uh Andrews looks to finish it uh, coming off the top, but a distraction by Mark Coffey. Um, and then Joe is able to hop up and does a belly to belly overhead toss. Uh, then a huge discus clothesline line for the one, two, three. Joe Coffey wins. Uh, then the brothers Coffey attack. Uh, 
and they're just uh, they're just beating the mess out of uh, Mark Andrews, and then Flash Morgan Webster, uh, the King of Mod, makes his uh, makes the save and clears uh, clears the ring. Next up, Mustache Mountain comes out. Uh, Tyler Bate and Trent Seven are over huge, especially since this is filmed in in uh, the UK. Seven says, "Today may be the most immor- important day uh, in UK wrestling history." Trent says, "It's about to." He says it's about the people there. Uh, Bates says Triple H talked about NXT UK tag team titles. He says that they want them, uh, but um, but they also say that there's no other tag teams. Uh, Seven tells the talent in the back to buddy up to be ready to take them on. Uh, so, nice little promo, um, introducing the brand's top tag team, introducing Mustache Mountain, um, and, and kind of, uh, establishing them as the, as the top of the food chain, um, and, and introducing just a tag division, um. So it's good to get their faces out there and let you know that, okay, these are the guys. Um, let's see here. Next up, Sid Scala is out. Appears that he's going to be sacrificed to Dave Mastiff. Which is exactly what happens. Scala tries to bring the fight the Mastiff. Bad idea. Uh, there's a huge delayed vertical suplex. Huge drop kick uh, from Mastiff. A cannonball uh, in the corner. And the squash is complete. Uh, Mastiff wins. Nina Samuels backstage is glad to be making her debut, but her goal is to be the first woman to hold the UK women's title. She wants to make a statement against Tony Storm tonight. Uh, so Nina enters first. Big pop for Tony Storm. I swear to God, uh, she's so fine, I'd have her babies. Uh, seahorse style. Uh, the crowd is singing for Tony Storm. Um, when the match starts, uh, the match starts with chain wrestling. Uh, Nina Samuels slaps Tony Storm. Uh, Tony answers back with strikes, rocking Samuels. Uh, the match is uh, a good intro for Tony Storm. Uh, she wins after a little back and forth and hits Storm Zero for the three count. Um, so a good way to kind of get acclimated with Tony Storm, figure out who she is, see her offense. Uh, kind of understand her character and decide if you rock with her or not, and you should. Um, back from break, UK legend Johnny Saint 
is in the ring. Uh, Noam Dar's music hits. Um, big pop for him. Uh, but then Pete Dunne's music hits, and there's a massive pop uh, for the Bruiserweight. And, of course, Bruiserweight chants. Uh, Noam Dar spins the match going after Dunn's knee after injuring it early uh, Dar eventually hits a release fisherman suplex off the apron uh, and then they both beat the count back in um Crazy sequence of transitions. Uh, and then um, and then a triangle from Dunn. Uh, Dar locks in a hold. And then uh, Dunn uh, locks in an arm bar into a Noam Dar ankle lock. Uh, that's just fire. Um... Dar reverses a bitter end into a knee bar. Uh, Dunn gets to the bottom rope. Just a great main event. Um, Dunn bends Dar's pinky into the mat, stomps it, and then Dunn hits the bitter end for the win. Uh, show of respect between Dar and Dunn and the show. Fun first show. At times it felt like another special rather than like a new official brand uh but the main event changed that feeling to me um and also mustache mountain promo uh so looking forward to next week i think as things progress um and you start seeing some of the faces pop up again and again it'll start to take on that feel of of another brand. Uh, let's see here. NXT. So there was a double main event. So they hyped that at the very beginning. Uh, double main event was the War Raiders versus Undisputed Era for the tag titles. And um, Bianca Belair versus Nikki Cross. show opens for NXT and uh, the War Raiders are out first. Then of course uh, Kyle O'Reilly and Roderick Strong are out next. Um, Have we seen this match in Ring of Honor before? Uh, There's an early double team on row. And then uh then he powers through both of them uh to look strong. Uh and then uh there's power tandem offense by the War Raiders. I'm a big fan of both of these teams. Uh, bigger fan of Red Dragon, though. Um, 
Undisputed Era ends up dominating the match by working on Rowe's leg. Um, Hanson finally able to uh, get a hot tag in. Hanson's cartwheel spot is always impressive where he does the cartwheel and then he ends up, like he cartwheels out of the way and then comes back with like a clothesline to you. Um, Adam Cole comes down to the ring um, and tries to interfere in the match um, between War Raiders and Undisputed Era for the tag titles. Uh, The rest uses his discretion because Cole is not disqualified. Um, And when it comes to interfering... He technically didn't interfere in the match. Uh, well, like any of the contest or any of the con- uh, combatants. Um, Cole ends up getting tossed out of the ring. Uh, crazy back and forth action and a. Uh, a near fall just when the War Raiders are going to win Bobby Fish returns attacks War Raiders with a chair so now there's a DQ Um, and then he continues to beat down uh, Undisputed Era back at full strength Uh, back from break Nikki Cross is freaking out. Um, somewhere back saying, somewhere backstage saying she knows. And uh, out first for the next match is Britt Baker. Um, uh, I wouldn't nominate. Uh, oh, and then second up uh, for after Britt Baker is Shayna ba- Baszler. Uh, I would nominate Baszler for best theme music in the company currently. Uh, it's it's fire. Uh, anyway, uh, Baszler takes her down and dominates the ground game, traps and bends her arm and then stomps on it. Uh, and after that, Britt Baker is basically too injured to continue. Um, Shayna Baszler uh, wins, and then Baszler attacks Baker with a knee. Uh, hype package on the return of Danny Birch and Oni Lorcan airs. And then uh, back from break. Regal says he doesn't know if Nikki Cross knows or not, uh, but he's talking to her after her match tonight. Aleister Black is going to be back soon. Um, next up, we have recently released uh, Tian Bang. 
Um, and he's out with someone named Rocky. Uh, yeah, never seen this Rocky cat before. Um, anyway, um, Xian Bing seems okay in the ring. Um, not sure where he's at character wise. Um, I think he still has potential, but time away from, um, time away for seasoning wouldn't hurt. Um, Lorkin and Birch, when, um, they end up winning on a tandem implant DDT, so it wasn't really a long match. Um, for the main event, Bianca Belair is out first. Um, she's so fire. They get right to the shits, uh, to start the match. Brawling in and then out of the ring. Uh, later Belair is up top setting up for a move. Cross puts her in the tree of woe. Um, later... A huge forearm drops cross. Then Belair hit a spear for a near fall. Deadlift into a Belair bomb. Cross kicks out. Belair tells her. Uh, Belair tells her to stay down. Does a military press and squats three times with Nikki. Wow. Cross reverses it into an inverted DDT. Uh, Bel Air with the hair whip when uh, Nikki Cross comes off the top rope. Cross hits Bel Air with a superplex. Um, they're both down, and then the lights go out, and Alistair, Buse, uh, Alistair Black's music starts. Uh, and then the music s- stops, the lights come up. Uh, Belair is gone, and Alistair Black is sitting in the ring instead. Um, Alistair, uh, Alistair Black tells Nikki to come. She crawls over. Uh, he says to tell him. She whispers in his ear, and the show ends with him shaking with anger. Uh, so I really can't wait to figure out who this is. Um... I'm staying away from the spoilers, though. Alright, next up is Impact. uh, Recap video package of Bound for Glory in New York City. Uh, The video package includes Johnny Impact saying that Austin Aries is a world-class asshole. Um, But it leaves out the part where Aries no-sells the finish and walks out. So it's looking more and more like that was actually a shoot uh, on Aries' part. So the fight at the Hall of Fame was a work, but it looks like Aries was actually uh, pissed about, uh, well, who knows? Um, but uh, as as you get, as you guys can probably tell, that's this is where most of the quick hits are coming from um so 
the impact opens up. Um, show opens and uh, New World Champ Johnny Impact is out first. Um, he says wrestling is a crazy business. And if we saw Bound for Glory, then we know what he's talking about. Uh, So that's, I guess, a way of addressing it without addressing it directly. Uh, Johnny then talks about being into the unpredictability of wrestling. And that making him want, uh, and and that unpredictability, making him want to get into it uh, even more. Then he talks about being into breakdancing and uh, parkour. Uh, brings up making the Boone the Bounty Hunter movie. Says that he made his dreams come true. He always dreamed of being a world champ. And he was always to- told that he looked like a champ. But, or that, uh, you know, it just wasn't your night, kid. Impact says that he won't hide behind uh, two goons or tweet passive aggressive things. Uh, because he knows he's not good enough. So we're burying Aries, looks like, a little bit. Um, he... Uh, and then, uh, actually, Phoenix comes out next. Uh, Phoenix congratulates Impact, and he says he's been champ in other organizations... Um, and other companies, but never impact. He wants a title shot next week. Uh, so Johnny Impact just talked about being a fighting champ. He says he can't say no to Phoenix. Uh, says if it's Phoenix Knight, then he'll shake his hand because they're professionals, unlike the last champ that Impact had. So... Uh, and Aries is nowhere to be found on this show. Uh, it was already reported he wasn't at the building. Um, he, once the three count hit in that match, his deal with Impact was up. So, like, after that three count, he had no more obligation to the company. So, I guess he felt like he didn't have to be professional anymore. Um,. And he's he's been pretty much radio silent on on Twitter uh, at the time of recording. So who knows what's going on with Aries there? Um, Johnny Impact says that uh, him and Phoenix will tear the house down uh, because that's what they do Um, Impact the TV show uh, is moving to 10pm it's going to be tough for people on the east coast but I feel like it can also be kind of awesome it can be that feeling of discovering ECW that a lot of fans had in the 90s the Product is already a little bit more hardcore than WWE, but I would suggest uh, keeping it 
keeping it the direction that they have been going, but also allowing a little more blood and hardcore matches and a few more risque angles to slide through. Uh, could be just what the doctor ordered. You know, they're calling it Impact After Dark. You have to give it some kind of reason to be after dark, you know? Um, Tommy Dreamer shows up backstage. Uh, talks to McKenzie. Tommy Dreamer says Moose could be the best athlete ever to come from football to wrestling. Instead, uh, Moose wants to cheat. Dreamer expects to win. He expects to uh, beat Moose's ass. He says he'll wrap a steel chair around Moose's head and give him uh, that concussed feeling. Um, That concussed feeling that Tommy used to have in the 90s. Uh, Dreamer says he knows he's not PC and... He's damn proud of it. See? Uh, add a little bit more of this to Impact After Dark. Um, back from break, Moose and Killer Cross are walking down the street, not even looking like real humans. Um, Cross is in his comic book get-up, um, like comic book assassin, and um, Monroe... Or sorry, Monroe Moose um, is in what looks like, uh, I don't even know, but um, we are corrected and told um, that uh, uh, we're corrected and told that it was a handmade uh, Shaolin monk suit. Um, let's see here Uh, Mackenzie asked Moose about Dreamer's beef with him and uh, Moose says she looks stunning as uh, does he too Um, Moose says Dreamer is Moose says that, uh, that, you know, Dreamer is, Dreamer's too old. Um, Dreamer is the hardcore legend, uh, but he, Moose, is a life legend. Uh, Killer Cross asks Tommy Dreamer if he feels in control. Uh, Cross says that he's not. Moose and Cross accept Dreamer's challenge. Cross suspects uh, that that Tommy Dreamer's had brain damage, and it's going to get worse. Uh, Cross is pretty good at promos, and that brings me to another uh, Impact-related quick hit. Um, there has been a rumor going around, especially since... Um, since Impact had those meetings with WWE. And the rumor is that Impact is becoming a feeder system for WWE before NXT. And 
uh, I mean, that would, that would make sense. That's kind of what, uh, Evolve is doing right now, too. Um... And that would certainly make sense with Cross being pushed um, further. I could see Killer Cross being like the first guy that they bring over or try with that. There is rumors of WWE's mention in Killer Cross. (coughs) Excuse me. But, uh, if Impact was a feeder system, uh, that would, that would be an easy way to bring him over, uh, and not have to change his name or gimmick. Um, okay. So, uh, next up, after, uh, after the interview with Cross and Moose, um, Katarina's out first um, for the first match of the show. She's against the Vera Loca, Taya Valkyrie. Um, Taya's so dope. Uh, I feel like there isn't enough talk around her, and hopefully that changes. Uh, and she'll be on impact more consistently uh and, and get more of a push. Katarina getting a ton more offense than I would have thought. Impact is like the king of of that. Uh, making matches more competitive than you're expecting them to be. Uh, Road to Valhalla is uh is all she wrote, and that's the win for Taya. Um, Mackenzie comes into the ring for an interview. Uh, Mackenzie talks about the controversial finish to the Bound for Glory title match with with uh, Tessa Blanchard, um, and uh, Taya says that she no longer respects Tessa. Um, and 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 that's that. Uh, Ethan Page and Matt Seidel are shown sitting outside. Uh, Seidel tells Page they're here to open third eyes. Page says he suffered uh, way worse than before. Seidel. Uh, Seidel says suffering is a chance for growth. Uh, says Page can show everyone tonight how much he's grown. Uh, Seidel says he will show uh, he will show Trevor Lee how to open his third eye. Page says he'll show him how to suffer as well. Uh, after that, Rohit Raju uh, shown outside. Gama Singh attacks him, uh, lets him know that he has one more test. Rohit Raju has to fight Gama Singh next week. Uh, Trevor Lee out first, followed by Ethan Page. Uh, Trevor Lee starts off in control. Uh, Matt Seidel says that 
Trevor Lee should join them. And you know what? I agree. Uh, Lee is good, and I think he could be really good with more TV time. Uh, this group could be good for him. Uh, Ethan Page able to pick up the win, though. Um, interested to see what happens with Sidal and Page. Uh, Rich Swan backstage with um, McKenzie. Uh, Rich says that have bound for glory. He went to another mode. He went Mac mode. Uh, Willie Mac says that he got the call and they put in work, but he can't help tonight. Um, Willie Mac wishes him luck. Uh, Swan says that he knows he's against the machine tonight, but he's athletic and he has charisma because I'm always beating folks with my charisma. Back from break, recap of Ali entering the undead realm and rescuing Kiara Hogan. Uh, Rosemary made an appearance and allowed them to escape. Ali had uh, a demon voice at the end and says that she wasn't okay. Uh, I'm into this storyline, for real, for real. Uh, Kiara Hogan and Allie backstage. Kiara's concerned uh, for Allie. She hasn't talked to her since Sunday. Uh, Allie says that, um, you know, everything's fine. Uh, Allie overly cheerful. Kiara looks unsure. Um, And then back from break... Petey Williams finds Scarlet Bordeaux. Um, Scarlet says that her talent search is no longer open to just wrestlers. It's open to everyone, including the fans. Uh, so next up, Killer Cross is um, out first with Moose. Um, Dreamer. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, so so dreamers uh, out next after Cross and Moose. Uh, dreamers out with the kendo stick. Uh, Killer Cross is a straight up beast. Uh, dude is really, uh, it, dude's really ready for a main event push, uh, and impact. I feel. Um. match is underway uh eventually moose interferes and tommy dreamer takes them both down um uh, dreamer loses after a doomsday saito suplex match is thrown out because dreamer cannot continue uh they content they continue the fight after um they continue to fight after the match moose spears uh tommy dreamer i thought you was talking about us at a fight anyway um let's see here uh 
the match gets thrown out uh, because Tommy Dreamer couldn't continue, uh, and then they they continue beating him down. Back from break, a recap of Abyss getting into the Hall of Fame. Now, that's somebody who deserves it out of TNA originals, like a TNA Hall of Famer. Abyss is that guy. Um, he went through the good, the bad, and the ugly with with Impact. So kudos on them um, and him. Mackenzie um, uh, backstage with Eli Drake. He talks about how the company uh, let Abyss come in, come down with uh, a terrible table, and says this is at, uh, this is where and Usher sits. Um, I mean, uh, so Eli Drake he uh, he's talking about the company. Uh, let Abyss come down with the table. Uh, says that it's an unsafe work environment, and he says he's going to sue Impact uh, in court. A lawsuit angles in um, well, for me, lawsuit angles in pro wrestling are hit and miss, but somebody with like Eli, Eli Drake I think he has the right character to pull it off. Um, after that, LAX is shown uh, chilling at a bar, and uh, the OGs show up. Instead of a fight breaking out, the OGs uh, are there to relay a message from the bosses. Eddie Kingston says the bosses said the OGs have to stay on one side of the city, and LAX stays on the other. Looks like the feud is over for now. Um, would be cool to see uh, all of them team up later down the line. Um, let's see. Alicia Edwards uh, out first, followed by Allie with uh, Kiara Hogan. Um, with, uh, uh, accompanying Allie. Uh, Allie escaped the undead realm, but she's now soulless. Allie is now brunette, perhaps a reflection of her soullessness. Uh, passing mention of the Jordan Grace signing, which uh, I think is a, a big deal. Uh, Tessa Blanchard and Jordan Grace uh, feuding over the belt sounds like money to me. Um... Jordan Grace versus Ty Valkyrie sounds like a match I really want to see. Um, so, even even Jordan Grace versus like somebody like Kiara Hogan, I think could could be a really fun match, um, a fun TV match leading up to leading up to something. So, um, lots of lots of good stuff happening over there in Impact as far as the roster goes and then uh jordan grace is still really young so and if this whole impact is a feeder system for wwe and nxt thing is true then 
uh, Tessa Blanchard and Jordan Grace heading to the E eventually to be like and put them up against Bianca Belair, Sasha Banks, uh, Charlotte, Oscar. Sounds like a lot of fun. Um, Let's see here. Um, Alicia Edwards goes for a sleeper, and when she does that, Allie freaks out and starts slapping herself. Uh, She starts moving like one of the undead brides. Codebreaker gets the win for Allie. Um, Kira Hogan looks disturbed by the change in Allie. Um, And then she goes on the attack again on Alicia. Uh, Kiera saves Alicia and helps Allie, like, snap out of her trance. Uh, Once Allie realizes what she's done, uh, she can't believe it, and then uh, Kiera helps Alicia to the back. Uh, This is going to be fun. Demon Bunny and Impact will be ill. Um, Next, uh... Jordan Grace's logo pops up on the screen, and she'll be here soon. So there we go, a more official uh, mention of it. Uh, Rich Swan out first. Uh, Brian Cage follows. The match starts quick. Uh, Brian Cage catches a cannonball off the apron and then drops Swan with a powerbomb. That suplex where Cage stands on the second rope. And the suplex is somebody from the outside back in is always flames. Uh, match was amazing. Cage wins with a weapon X. Uh, Swan put up a hell of a fight, though. Um, OVE's music hits. Uh, and then there's just repeating footage of Callahan pinning Cage. Uh, Sammy is out to challenge Cage for his title, looks like. Uh, Callahan kicks Cage in his bandaged thigh. Uh, Cage starts fighting back. Dave and Jake Chris come down. Uh, Cage catches Jake in the air and hits the drill claw and stands tall to end the show. Um, Good show. Lots of fun on Impact. Uh, Good follow-up to uh, Bound for Glory. And um, looks like Aries is out of there. Uh, next up is SmackDown 1000. Uh, the show opens uh, going through a bunch of classic SmackDown moments. It just made me realize how much I love SmackDown and how much I miss the Thanksgiving episodes. Uh, the show kicks off with Truth TV. Uh, Truth says that they've had tons of history-making moments on Truth TV uh, then Car- Carmella reminds him that they've had only one episode and uh, they were canceled. Uh, Truth wants a dance break. Uh, Truth says that the next guest needs no intro, so they do another dance break. Then Stephanie's music hits and she dances her way to the ring to booze. Uh, she's all smiles and even uh, hugs Truth and Carmella. Uh, Steph reminds us that she was the first ever GM of SmackDown. Truth is about to give his first question uh, to Steph when here comes the money. Shane's music hits. Um, Graves questions where Shane's been for the last eight months. And uh, 
It's a good fucking question, Corey Graves. Uh, Shane takes over the show and welcomes everyone to SmackDown 1000. He thanks the fans. Uh, Steph comes in and she says that the fans just eat it up. Uh, She thought they were smarter than that. Uh, Shane welcomes her to the A-show. Big pop from the fans there. Uh, then Steph says, yeah, SmackDown is a show, but, uh, Steph says that Raw is the longest running, uh, episodic television program in America, uh, and Raw wouldn't start a show, uh, with something like Truth TV, they do something bigger and bolder, uh, the fans start chanting Truth TV, and, uh, Steph shoots on Truth and Mella, telling them that's a first, enjoy that moment, god damn, uh, suddenly, Vince's music hits, uh, to a huge pop, everyone's yelling along with the, no chance in hell, you got no chance. Uh, so, huge pop for the chairman. Uh, Vince says no one wants to see Steph and Shane fight. Uh, they want to be entertained. And this is WWE and the E stands for entertainment. Uh, Vince calls for another dance break to end the segment. Uh, next up is AJ Styles and his partner is Daniel Bryan. Uh, the place goes nuts. Um, back from break, the Usos are the opponents. Um, this is the dream match that I never knew that I had. Uh, great moment where AJ locks in the calf crusher and then Daniel Bryan makes the cutoff and locks in the yes lock. Uh, finish comes when Daniel Bryan accidentally drops uh, AJ with a forearm and... Uh, and then Daniel Bryan is apologizing and checking on Styles. Uh, then Styles catches a super kick. And then Daniel Bryan catches a double super kick. Uh, and then Daniel Bryan eats the pin and the Usos win. Uh, AJ stares down Daniel Bryan. Solid story development. Uh, like, it's typical stuff, and it's executed really well. Um, especially, like, the facial expressions. Like, we couldn't really hear anything that... AJ and Daniel Bryan's or Daniel Bryan were saying after the match, just the look. Uh, you could tell AJ was like, "All right, you know what I mean." Like it's, it's, it was friendly last week, but now it's a little less friendly. Um, let's see here. Backstage, Paige get joined. Uh, Paige gets joined by Vicky Guerrero, and then uh, Teddy Long. And then, uh, John Laronitis, people power himself. Uh, and then Evolution reunites next, uh, the stable, not the pay-per-view. Back from break, Evolution's music hits, R.I.P. Lemmy. Uh, Batista isn't getting a single boo tonight. Uh, Triple H says that you reach 1,000 episodes by constantly evolving. Says that you celebrate that by... Uh, bringing t- 
together the group that epitomizes the word evolution. Uh, Ric Flair then says a thousand is a lifetime for him to be out with this group. I don't know what that means either. Uh, He says he's more used to the number 10,000, referencing how many ladies uh, that Space Mountain has been allegedly ridden by. Um, Orton says that there was no better group for him to get his start with uh, than Evolution, but it was just that a start. While Trips has been running a show, while Flair's been living vicariously uh, through his daughter, uh, and Batista's been in a makeup chair more than he's been in the ring. Orton has been busting his ass. Uh, Batista says he's going to ignore ignore what Orton said. Uh, he's nervous being back in the ring. Batista said he doesn't like having the mic. Uh, he came up with four things to say. He wanted to be at SmackDown 1000 because this was a brand that he helped build. He also wanted to be here in his hometown. Uh, Batista said that he loves all the fans and all he wanted to ever wanted to do was entertain us. Uh, the fourth reason was the rest of Evolution. Uh, the energy changes when they come into a room. Uh, Batista talks up Orton. They knew he was special from the beginning. Uh, Batista runs down uh, the obvious about Ric Flair. Um, They miss a... uh, Batista airs him on a fist bump. That was pretty funny. Um, Batista tells Flair to keep... uh, Tells Flair to keep it in his pants. Uh, funny shit. Everybody cracks up. Uh, kind of come out of character a little bit. Um, and then Batista saves Trips till the end. He says, uh, Trips runs this business and there's nothing he hasn't done in this business except beat him. Pop from the crowd. Uh, Trip smiles, fades away. Uh, Batista stares Trips down. Orton is loving it. And then Flair kind of steps in between uh, the two to calm everyone down. Um, segment comes to a close. Uh, Taker's silhouette is seen backstage. He returns to SmackDown tonight. Back from break, Miz versus Rusev in a World Cup qualifier. Uh, angles on commentary. Aiden English runs down pretty early in the match. Uh, Rusev gets rolled up. Um, Miz grabs the tights. Miz wins and high-fives English as he runs out. Uh, Lana kicks English in the dick. Uh, Post-match, then Rusev destroys him. Uh, Evolution must have... uh, Evolution, the stable, not the the pay-per-view... Uh, must have ran long, and they had to replace. Uh, must have they must have ran long. They had to replace something, or, or, or cut, or cut this match short. Um, let's see here. Uh, backstage, uh, Kurt Hawkins has Ryder calling on the phone. Edge is shown 
uh, saying that he doesn't want to get on the phone. Uh, the Cutting Edge is next. Back from break. Uh, Edge's music hits. And I miss this guy, you know. Uh, Ed says that he had to be here. He brings up uh, the no DQ match he had against Eddie Guerrero. Uh, he married Vicky Guerrero. Booze. He divorced Vicky Guerrero. Cheers. Uh, Ed says that he's been following something on the show. Uh, and it's been bothering him and he wants to address it. He brings out Becky Lynch. Uh, says he sees similarities between himself and her. Uh, Becky thanks him for having the champ on his show. Uh, Ed says that he understands Becky. He had to fight, scratch, claw, and bite his way to the top like her. He wasn't the chosen one, wasn't supposed to be on the posters. Uh, Edge gets that she thinks she's making the right choice throwing away the relationship with Charlotte, but she's not. Uh, Edge stepped on all his relationships to get to the top. Edge can tell her how it ends. Uh, It ends with you staring at all your titles on the wall alone. He says that she won't even like herself. Uh, Becky says that he's right. She doesn't like herself. She loves herself. Now stop uh, being condescending to the champ and get out of her ring. Uh, She tells him not to hurt his neck again, getting out. Damn. Uh, Charlotte then comes out. Even defending Edge doesn't get Charlotte uh, cheered. Charlotte tells Edge that it doesn't matter what he says. He won't get through to Becky. Charlotte attacks Becky Uh, Once she makes it to the ring, pull apart brawl. And uh, and that's how that segment ends. Uh, Rey Mysterio shown backstage. Jeff Hardy greets him. So awesome. Uh, Back from break, the New Day come out. uh, First for the tag title match. Woods and Big E are competing for the New Day. Uh, Hall of Fame only announced table. Uh, which is the New Day's announce table, complete with the pancakes. Uh, And that's going to have King and Booker T calling the action. Um, There was a spot where it looked like Cesaro uh, damn near broke his neck after, like, a Uranagi by Big E. Maybe, like, a clothesline. Either, uh, like, a clothesline and, and Cesaro tried to do one of those flip spots. Either way, ouch. Um, later, Seamus tries to put his feet on the ropes during a pin. Kofi shoves his feet off the ropes. Uh, Cesaro attacks Kofi from behind. Uh, Woods with a flip dive over the top, but then he's caught by Seamus and Cesaro. Uh, Woods dumped into the barricade. Uh, Big Show's music hits, and... He storms down to the ring. He helps Kofi up. And then a choke slam on Kofi through the New Day announce table. Biggie is pissed, but uh, eats a bro kick. The bar wins. And show celebrates with them. The fuck? Uh, Big Show 
uh, just came back last week, and he's already turned. I'm like, damn. Uh, selfie promo from John Cena. Uh, he gives one of his goofy promos talking about uh, his debut's transition from his first look till now. And uh, makes fun of dropping a rap album, even though it's platinum. Uh, Cena thanks the fans and uh, says this is impossible without them. Rey Mysterio out next. Uh, Miss this guy too. Pause. Nakamura makes his entrance after the break. Nakamura is all over Mysterio to start. Uh, Mysterio able to, uh, to fight back. And to control, cool spot where Ray baseball slides under the bottom rope into a splash. Uh, nice match. A few of the spots seemed a little off. But they've never worked together, apparently. So I guess uh, it's to be expected. Um, I guess Ray, uh, Ray wins after a cold and... Or sorry, a six one not a cold. Uh, he wins after a six one nine, and then uh, dropping the dime almost immediately after Ray's celebration. Uh, Taker's gong hits. Taker begins his entrance to the ring. Huge chance for Taker. Uh, he says at Crown Jewel, he's got three words for DX: rest in peace. And that's it for SmackDown 1000. Um, one more quick hit, I guess, uh, before we go. Uh, we talked earlier about Jordan Grace uh, signing with Impact. Impact uh, building up their women's division. Um, WWE officially, even though uh, there had been a lot of speculation and people had figured that this was already the case, but it was made official uh, during the week. Chelsea Green and Mia Yim are officially uh, WWE uh, wrestlers now. So uh, more added to the ranks of NXT. Uh, and I think it's going to be uh, that NXT women's division is... It's going to be really interesting. Um, after Evolution, I could see Shayna Baszler uh, maybe getting called up. Um, I would imagine that uh, Bianca Belair gets... And I could see Nikki Cross getting called up soon, too. Uh, I would imagine that Bianca Belair would be an NXT champion, women's champion, uh, in the near future. And before she gets called up... Um, so adding Chelsea Green and Mia Yim into the mix with Lacey Evans and Aaliyah and Dakota Kai and and then uh you know having some cameos from the UK women like like Tony Storm uh every once in a while Killer Kelly um yeah Rhea Ripley uh I think it'll I I think it's going to be a really interesting time and then of course uh Counting down to the contracts running out uh, on the Elite. Uh, so we'll see what they're doing as well. Um, all right, guys. That's everything. That's all I got. Um, I'll see you guys next week. It's your man Qualified. Peace.